on ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. 103.3 on the FM, 1420 on the AM. Streaming worldwide via the ESPN Lafayette app. For those of you listening via the stream, it is brought to you by Champagne's Market on the Wilson or Champagne's going the extra mile. Our next guest knows how to pronounce Champagne's because he lived in Lafayette in his college years. UL graduate, used to do stuff for Acadia at a post game back when he was younger. He was in this building. Now he is off uh, back in his native New Orleans doing his thing on the Pels pod with his brother. Part of the New Orleans dot network that Nick Underhill got started. And uh, Garrick has been on the show before and he joins us again to talk a little Pels. Good morning, Garrick. How's life, man? How are you? Good morning, man. Everything's going good, man. Things are things are uh, are looking up for the Pels. Just fresh off of, uh, you know, a little bit of a return to normalcy here in the city with Mardi Gras. So everything's all good, man. I'm 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 enjoying uh, the the renaissance of basketball uh, in the city. So it's it, it's good, man. It's good. Give us the pulse there, Garrick. I mean, I know you. There's a difference between what you do online because you're constantly interacting with Pelicans fans, right? So I, I know I know how that part of it is, and I'm I'm in that mix, right? When you're not interacting, when you're just out and about in the city, is there a little bit of a buzz around this team right now? Being that I know they lost a, a tough one to Denver uh, in OT on Sunday night game that you know they 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 really should have won, quite frankly, if they hit their free throws. But you know, four prior to that, smashing people you know, coupled with the Lakers' recent struggles. I mean, I, I see the excitement online, but that's just from really hardcore Pels fans, the people that are following the team no matter right. what. What's the buzz like around the city when you're, you know, you're not uh, Garrick Rattler host the Pels pod online when you're just, you know, going to the store to buy milk? Yeah, absolutely, man. It it You, you can see the, the energy that has been infused into this city and into this fan base. Uh, you know, my brother and I, we both went to uh, Baca's Ball as well as Zulu Ball. Um, both of those nights, the Pels had big games uh, those nights. And so uh, me and my brother actually at the Baca's Ball for the Lakers game, uh, we had the computer up on the table uh, in the middle of the parade, ducking bees I saw and everything, I watching saw, the game. I, I saw that online. <laughs> I was impressed. I was like, there he is. That's yeah, commitment. yeah, man. It was, it was, it was quite the experience. But you could see the, you know, people walking by. Hey, man, what's the score? Hey, what's going on? Uh, you know, how, how, how are the guys playing? How are the guys looking? Uh, you know, just people like, you know, like you could see the, the you know, the, the excitement and the interest in the team. And then when you left out, uh, you know, and, and, and during the Mardi Gras, my, uh, during Mardi Gras, my brother, uh, he rode in the Zulu parade and he was telling me while he was riding on the parade, you could see, uh, you know, Jackson Hayes jerseys, uh, you know, so it's not just the stars, you know, people are wearing not on her T-shirts, uh, Pell shirts with, with, you know, collar shirts with a logo across it. Just everywhere right. you, 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 you Garrick, see it. I got I got I got to correct you for a second. Now, I'm not really correcting you cuz you're going to agree with me. People that don't follow the Pelicans won't agree with this. But you just said not even stars, and then you said not on Herb shirt. I mean, we know that Herb Jones is a star. You know, the rest of the league oh, might absolutely. not know, but come on. I mean, Herbert exactly. Keyshawn Jones, what what what's insane to me is you if you go and I Sorry, I'm bringing up betting again. 
but not that not that I'm, <laughs> I'm a big better. But if you went, if you look at, at, at a lot of these apps and you go to a futures bet for like NBA Rookie of the Year, he's not even on the board. Like, yep. all right, maybe he does. Yep. If if he was, you know, I, I don't I don't get it. I'm not saying that he he should be the front runner, but the fact that he's not being mentioned as one of the three or something is the fact that he's not even yeah. on the board. Well, they got well, ten names on it. I don't. We haven't seen a rookie with a defensive IQ and impact come into the league right out the gate on the defensive. So we've seen some players come in, Garrett, right? Offensively, they're just, they have it. They just have it, right? Offensively, the shot's there. They can create. They can do it all. We've seen that in rookies before. I don't remember the last time we saw a rookie do this on the defensive side of the floor, what he's doing. Why is he not getting more coverage or 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 why isn't he on these boards i don't i don't get it at this point we're in march well well, you use a a very important word right you use the word impact okay and so you know impact is is something that is 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 not necessarily quantified on the on the stat sheet right you you look at it at herb jones and and you look around the league at evan mobley and Kay cunningham and scotty barnes all of these guys are you know putting those like you say offensively you know the the, the game comes easy uh to you know to some guys uh, as far as scoring and everything but what herb jones does is he impacts winning right he does things that don't necessarily show up on, on, on the stat sheet. And, I, and, and Sky, we, we've seen it. it. Sometimes it does. As, as you can ask the Cleveland Cavaliers after he scored 29 points and, uh, on them without Brandon Ingram, uh, without you know some of the guys there. And then also uh, against Denver, you know, not the game that just passed, but uh, the, the game before where he scored 19 points in the, uh, in the fourth quarter. And so, you know, he, they, 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 he has some games where they pop, but what, what, what makes Herb so special is that his his intangibles and his IQ uh, are things that, you, you know, you can't really teach, right? These are things that he came into the league with. Like, you you, are, you just have it and you don't. And so, you know, when it's not sexy, when it's not 30 points a game or, you know, no-look passes and everything and, you know, all of these things that these other guys don't. But when you look and you watch the games and you watch what Herb Jones does, anybody who has watched more than at least five Pelicans games can tell you that Herb Jones deserves to be, you know, in the in the rookie of the year conversation and you know for damn sure deserves to be on the all defense uh you know all defense not rookie all de- all defensive team uh whether it be first team or second team herb jones has been fantastic and i called him on twitter a transformational draft pick because you don't find starters in the second round the way the pelicans did with herb jones i mean you've heard you know i mean Jokic was a second round pick he's the mvp and i'm good if the pels don't have to play him ever again after that game sunday <laughs> but like it's such a rarity and Jokic wasn't you know as a rookie let me be clear i'm not suggesting that herb jones will be Nikolai Jokic one day i'm not um but what i'm saying is like um <clears throat> to get a player in the second round is so extremely rare Jokic is extremely right. rare you know ginobili was extremely rare um draymond green draymond green extremely rare to, for for Herb Jones to do what he's doing as a rookie, it's just wild to me. I mean, sometimes yeah. he's bringing the ball up the court. And if you had told me before the before the season opener, because at that point we knew about Zion's injury. Okay, Zion won't have been, you know he might not play this year. It'll be March and he won't have stepped foot. Okay, that's not a big surprise. Mm-hmm. To me. Brandon Ingram will put up great numbers. Not a surprise to me. Pels will have traded for CJ McCollum. Not, I won't say that it, mildly surprised, not shocking, pleasantly surprised, but not sh- You tell me, yeah, Herb Jones will be starting like by game two and he's going to be, <laughs> you know, one of the best defensive players 
in franchise history, I'd be like, ha yeah, okay, yeah, go back, go go exactly. see a doctor. You know what I mean? The, of of all the things with this team this year, <clears throat> it's not surprising for anyone that watches it all the time because I guess you're used to it at this point. But if you kind of take a step back and look at how rare it is, I think it's the biggest surprise on the team this season. Yeah, coming into this season, uh, you know, during you know when we, the the summer league and, and the draft picks and everything, everybody was so excited uh, about Trey Murphy as they should have been. You know, he was a a shooter, three and D player. That's what, all the focus was about that. If and everybody was like, you know, if, if Herb can just give us something, uh, contribute this season, yeah, you know, that'll be found money. Right. It'd be great. Right, it'll be great. People were even talking about he would, you know, being from Alabama, do well in, in Birmingham with the, you know, with the squadron in the G League. Um, but uh, Willie Green said it, and we, we heard. Uh, I think Andrew Lopez was, uh, was talking about it. Um, he said that after the first summer league, I, I'm sorry, Griff was talking about it actually. Griff said that after summer league, uh, after summer league, after a couple practices, Willie Green went to him and was like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna start him," uh, because he was just, you know, it, it, it popped out off the, you know, you you can t- he differentiated himself, and so uh, he, he earned the trust of the of the of the coaching staff and of the players. And I've always said, if you can get a player that makes the defensive side of the ball easier for your stars, meaning that Brandon Ingram, uh, Zion, when he gets back, CJ, you know, those guys need to lead the charge defensively, obviously, because they're your best players. But if you could ever find a guy that can take that defensive responsibility away from Brandon Ingram, away from Zion, away from CJ, where they can focus on the offensive side of the ball and not have to worry about taking the, the best player away, uh, kind of like PJ Tucker, uh, guys like that. If you could find a guy like that, you've done a, you know, you've done a good job, and we found one and signed him uh, to a three-year contract that is, you know, very, very team-friendly. So he'll be here uh, for, you know, for a while. And so kudos to the front office for finding him, uh, and then also kudos to, for locking him up, recognizing that talent, and, and getting him to a three-year contract. Garrick Rattler, our guest, ESPN Lafayette, uh, he tweeted this morning he'd come on the show to speak the gospel of Willie Green. What yes. is the exact yes. gospel of Willie Green? I mean, listen, I, I have, we, we have, we've talked about, you know, things that have transformed this, this franchise and the players and everything, but Willie Green is the spearhead. I, I have been uh, a staunch, staunch supporter of, uh, of Willie Green. Just the way that he, you know, he has navigated through all of this adversity. You have to remember that Willie Green is a rookie head coach. Um, he is, he is finding things on the fly and learning things on the fly the same way uh, some of these players are uh, and things like that. And to, to navigate, through you know the 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 you know the the uncertainty with with Zion and you know not having him you know available and then you know the injuries and COVID and, and being in a one and twelve uh, situation and then upgrading to a three and sixteen situation and dragging the you know the, the franchise out of that with a smile on his face positivity and into what you're seeing right now uh, this family based kind of kind of community oriented team uh, that that is led by his defense. Uh, you see Brandon Ingram smiling more than any time ever, uh, and, and that is just that is just a testament to the leadership, uh, the way that this man leads men. Uh, Willie Green has just been such a, a, a breath of fresh air uh, to this team, to this franchise, uh, and you could kind of see it in the beginning. He always say, you know, we're losing games now, but come February, you know, come March, we're going to be winning games, and he said that in the 
the midst of that one and twelve start, in the midst of that three and sixteen start, and he said it with such confidence that it made it made me a believer. And here we are. So you know, big shout out to Willie Green. He's done a phenomenal job. Um, you know, kind of galvanizing this team, galvanizing this community, and I'm I'm grateful that he's my coach. That he's our coach for the team. Garrick Rattler, uh, Pell's fan, host of the Pell's Pod, along with his brother. Go check it out. Um, Garrick, two more questions for you. Zion's back in New Orleans. Um, Going to continue rehabbing there. Uh, at this point, it appears another surgery isn't necessary, which is good, based on the last medical update. Mm-hmm. Now, knock on wood, we'll see what happens. I'm still kind of saying he's probably not playing this year, but a lot of that has kind of changed for many people. Now they're feeling like, okay, might be in the mix. We're late in the season here. Um, What's your take on Zion and his playing future? When might he be back on the court in your mind? Well, you know, he he got back in town and, you know, immediately there were reports that he was in the facility. Uh, You know, a couple of guys that I I talked to, they told me that he was in the facility uh, working out, doing things, uh, you know, pushing, you know, pushing himself and, and getting, you know, trying to, trying to get back. And so I, you know, I, I am of the mindset that if he, if Zion wants to come back with 10 games left, uh, to ramp himself up because I do believe that the Pelicans make the play-in tournament and also make the playoffs. So they win, uh, you know, the whatever play-in game. I, I do think that they will be in the playoffs. And so, you know, as long as he has a couple of games to ramp up, listen, Zion is a phenomenal talent. Uh, you know, he, he is 27 points per game on 60% shooting. Uh, people call him the, the, the point shack uh, and things like that. And so you, you don't, you know, you don't kind of handicap yourself by saying, telling that person, you know, oh, it's too late in the season. We won't include you, you know, into this or whatever. If Zion is whenever he's ready to come back and ramp up, uh, you let him come back and ramp up. Uh, I think that he is working towards a comeback. He wants to play. Uh, he wants to be on the court. And so I think, you know, whenever you you get a, a chance to add a guy to this team, uh, the way that this team is playing, you add 27 points per game and just another, uh, you know, just another option that, has to be accounted for on the defensive end. Uh, that that lineup with with a Bi, CJ, Herb, Zion, and JV. That is a I, I call I call them Herb Jones and the Alphabet Boys. Uh, you know those guys. That that is a lineup to be fearful uh, feared of. And so. I, I I believe that he'll be back. I do. I, you know that is my. I I believe that he'll be back. Um, I think that he's going to play uh, e- eventually. And I think you know if you can get him into the fold for the playoffs, uh, you know that's a very formidable, a very formidable team. Last question tonight: uh, Pelicans on the road at Memphis. Well, the Grizz they got some dog in them, man. They are um, they are feisty. Yeah, they are tough. Absolutely. They are. Uh, there's something at this point right now that you you, you want to kind of strive to be like, quite honestly. So, mm-hmm. what happens tonight? Yeah, man, that that Memphis team is 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 really good. Um, you know, they're they're following their leader in John Morant, and um, you know, you you see a team that is you know that has grown uh, together organically and, and, and have kind of hit a confidence uh, marker where they believe that they can beat anybody. And so uh, it's going to be a tough game. But you know, last time we played, uh, you know, CJ had you know, just been in the fold and, and, and things like that. And so uh, I think that you know this is a different team with a different mindset. 
mindset right now. We saw the Pelicans go out and take care of business, uh, you know, against good teams and trap games. So that's that's kind of a marker for for me, uh, you know, when you can win against Phoenix and and and, and teams like that, and then take Denver to to overtime and and things like that. But also beat the Sacramento Kings in a game that you absolutely should have won. That's a marker of a good team to me. And so I think this is a different team. Uh, I think it'll be a really competitive game, uh, and I think you know I, I like our chances because I, I've always said that with CJ and Toe, I feel like even when the superstars come to town or we go play superstar guards such as like John Morant tonight, that we're not outmanned because of CJ and his, and his ability to knock down shots and everything. So I'm looking for a good game tonight. Um, you know, the Pels know that they have they have a great golden opportunity to kind of move up in the standings with you know the Lakers losing uh, last night and things like that. And so you know Willie Green, I have this team focus and I'm looking forward to it. It's a big game on TNT, man. And, and you know, we, we, we tend to last time we were on a nationally televised game, we dog walked the Lakers. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. Garrick Rattler has been our guest. Give him a follow on Twitter at Garrick underscore Rattler. He and his brother host the Pels pod, part of the new Orleans dot network that our guy, Nick Underhill uh, started. And Garrick, man, uh, always enjoy hearing your passion and um, about the team and, you know, I remember you back in this building briefly doing some stuff with Butch Bella <laughs> man, back you, in the you, day. You invoked that Acadiana post game, man. I, hey. I, I, man, that shit shivers down my spine, man. <laughs> <laughs> Old school right there back in the day. But yeah, uh, yeah. continued success, man. Appreciate you waking up and uh, taking the time, and, and we'll chat again in the future. Thank you so much, Scott. I appreciate it, man. You got it. That is Garrick Rattler. He has been our guest.